This is Talk It Over, the only dating relationship podcast that begins in bed. Make the time to subscribe. Now let's pull back those sheets. Can we talk about the relationships? Can we talk it over, see how we can build? Only you and I know that's the way it goes. In this big old bed, the talk it over show. Talk it over. Yeah, it's your man, K.I. from Bed-Stuy, and we have an amazing podcast for you up in here today. We got some amazing guests, uh, co-hosts. Uh, let's see who we got in the building. Oh, first of all, let's talk it over. Talk it over is the only dating relationship podcast that begins in bed. And let's see who we got. I see Miss Geraldine. Hey, Geraldine, how you doing? I'm good. How are y'all? Um, all right, Miss Geraldine is driving. Be careful out there on the road, all right? Yes. All right, so I'm talking about. And of course, we got Bree bringing the tea. What's good, Bree? Hello, hello. How are we? Ow, we is good. And <laughs> once again, our, our amazing uh, co host who keeps it live and direct, Big O, keeping you yo, in the yo, yo. Big o. Thank you yeah. for that intro. And of course, keeping it live every Thursday on Instagram is what we're doing. So if you are wanting to view and look at this pretty face, then just join us on uh, talkitover.show live every Thursday. Yes. Please check out Big O on Thursdays. And guess what? I ain't going to be there. Y'all don't have to hear my big mouth and see my ugly face. So Well, well Geraldine's been on. So she's been on. Yes. You got to get Bree on there to blow it up. I want to thank our listeners from around the globe. Not only do we have followers in the U.S., but we have followers from Canada. Big up to Canada. Thank you all very much. Ireland is in the building. We have folk from the Philippines, South Africa, the land down under, Australia, Argentina, Brazil, Germany, Spain, Romania. And look, we even got guests from unknown parts of the giant. All right? So there we go. We're talking it over. And uh, it's the only dating relationship podcast that begins in this big old bed. And because we're still honoring uh, social distancing uh, because of COVID, we're no longer in the show's big old bed. We're in our own individual big old beds. And some of us is in cars driving. Look, Geraldine, <laughs> look, Geraldine being originally a fan of the show and now has become we want her to become a staple and a regular. Geraldine, I've got feedback. People got something to say about the lightning rod, Geraldine, both ways. Somebody was like, I don't agree with what Geraldine had to say. I said, well, that's what the show is all about. You don't have to agree with what Geraldine had to say, but understand that's her perspective and point of view, respect it. And then I other people like, oh, Geraldine, we love Geraldine. She is something, that's, that's sister right there. We definitely need to make sure we have her back on. So, you know, like everything, look, half the people going to dig with what you got to say, other half ain't, and that's just how it is. But we talking it over, and that's the only real question that we have for the show, right? Can I get a Yep, yep, yep. That is the only question. Can we talk right. it over? In this yes. 
All right. So with that said, can we jump into the feel good story of the day? Let's get it yes. on. They yes. all are usually really good, but I really, really like this one right here. Uh, now, if you happen to be down in Alabama, uh, in a small town called Brewtown near the Florida border, you can actually go to this small town restaurant. There are no cash registers and no prices. Just sit yourself down and have some good old fashioned home cooked soul food. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Name of the spot is Drexel and Honeybees in downtown Brewtown near the Florida border. All right. You can get you some fried chicken, some cornbread, collard greens, okay? Show up at lunchtime and get it in from Tuesdays to Thursdays. How is this possible? This is possible because there is a beautiful husband and wife couple, Freddie and Lisa Thomas McMillan. They make no profit from their restaurant. Okay, wow. 100%, yep. They get donations, and when you're going out the door after your belly full, they have a uh, they have a, a place where you can leave donations. So look, folks, if you go visit these good old folk, good old Southern people, and your belly is full, when you walk out that door, before you do, drop a donation in there, and it doesn't matter what the donation is, okay? Because a hundred percent of the donation goes right back into serving people. Wow, that's beautiful. Okay, all right. It is a beautiful story. What do they get out of all of this? They get joy, and I know that it. I... is why they yes gratification. Okay? Yes, indeed. So, and and not only do you get you a good meal but you get a beautiful dessert of blueberry cobbler. Okay. Oh, wow. All right. So that is uh, at Drexel and Honeybees in downtown Brewtown. That's in Alabama, but it's a border town right there between Alabama and Florida. Who says there are not good folks still moving about in this big blue green ball right isn't that a, isn't that a great story i can yeah. imagine the homeless yeah. who know yeah. that they can go there and always yeah. get a meal at least yeah. tuesday through thursday that's beautiful yeah. oh my gosh yeah so please uh, uh go amazing. check yeah check them out uh it's it's big brother freddie and uh big sister lisa thomas mcmillan so I just, I mean, it just warms the heart to know that uh, we still have really wonderful people uh, moving about the earth who are genuinely uh, about serving their fellow life mates to the best of their ability. So with that said, we're going to do our service, right? Our service. Yes, yes. yes. Our service in our unique way is talking it over in this big old bed, asking the dating relationship questions that will assist people and 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 identifying personalities that they might want to um get involved with or not early sooner than later 
and talk about sooner than later, we have the amazing uh, Anel in the building. Hey, Anel, how are you? Hello, I'm doing fine. I'm sorry I was late. That's okay. We're glad you can make it. So, Anel, Bringing we Bringing that have, energy. Yes, love that energy. We have Geraldine in the building. We have Bree bringing the tea in the building. Of course, Big O keeping you in the know. And your man, K.I. from Bed-Stuy. So let's get it in. We were just about to start the dating relationship question of the day. Are you ready? Yeah. Yes. You ready? You want me to bring it in? Come on, Big O. Let's do it. All right. It. So the topic for all our lovely listeners worldwide, I'm so happy about that, uh, is should the goals and ambitions match? in a relationship. And we're talking not specific goals, uh, but the level of ambition, should that match? And uh, the it's, it's, this is kind of a two part. Should you be clear about your intentions when entering uh, dating and relationship? I think one of these questions kind of goes without saying, you should absolutely be clear about your intentions before okay. getting involved in any type of relationship, whether it's a fling or a serious commitment, because if you are not clear on what you want, then you're never going to find it. Um, and even more to the point, if you're not clear with the other person and you're misleading, that's just putting out bad karma. That's going to come back around and bite you uh, in some shape, way or form. And it may not be in the the nebulous of that relationship, but somehow, some way you're, you're putting out false information. And that's going to come back some way. So, yeah, you should definitely be clear. Um, but, yeah, let's talk about ambitions matching, goals matching. Could you date someone who's less ambitious than you? Would you feel threatened if you were dating someone more ambitious than you? Uh, do you have – do your goals need to match? If you want a house and they want an apartment, you want to be a homeowner and they're fine with being a renter, you want to travel the world and they don't want to step outside of their borough. Should goals, ambitions, all those things match? What y'all got for me? Bree, Anel, Geraldine, let's go. I think they should. Um, eventually. It don't have to match when you start off the relationship, but if it turns into a long-term relationship where y'all thinking about marriage, then, yeah, I feel like it should match. Right. I second that. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. Go, go, go. I second what Geraldine was saying, even in terms, like, because for me, you know, I'm, I'm younger. So right now it's more so like just dating and like getting to know, you know, what I like and stuff like that. But even when I'm dating, I want your ambition to kind of match mine or even, you know, like you, like Geraldine was saying, at some point I want to see that your drive, it doesn't have to be at the same level, but you're going to push to try to get there or past, you know, like I don't want to date someone or, you know, be in, in an intimate relationship with someone where I'm, you know, have all these goals and I'm running around and I'm trying to help kids and they're like, oh, well, I'm just going to stay home and play video games all day. No, thank you. And if that's someone's ambition, that's their business, right? But but yeah, again, what if that's their goal? Right. <laughs> Be a pro gamer. Hey, yo, right, pro right. gamers pro make game. millions. Yeah. Don't well, don't sleep. Say, I mean, pro that, gamers make millions. Different. You know, like that's different that, because yeah. right, they'll still have a drive and an ambition. Just playing just to be playing. 
then like yeah no but if you're you know this is like something that you've made yeah. a career out if of or something. To, if you're planning to make money okay I, I see what you jogging. If your plan is to make money, we got that part. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, go ahead. Did you need to continue your train of thought? Uh, yeah. Uh, Bree. Right. No, but like, like she was saying, if if that's something that you're doing as a career, that's different. You know, like because there's still some kind of ambition, some kind of drive there. Okay. But if you're kind of like. My, my dad used to call um, people who are lazy couch potatoes. If you're like a couch potato who's like, no, I don't want to. And I'm like, hey, I found this opportunity. You might be. And you're like, no, I don't really want to. Like, I, no, I'm okay. That's not I for have you. So much. Sure. Yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, you know, and granted, whatever you got going on is what you got going on. But I don't want any parts of it. Absolutely. Jump, jump in there, Anil. Yes. I think that something very important is to get and something that doesn't come until later in our relationship is to learn how what are this person doing to actually achieve their goals because there are some people who have high goals in their mind but they do nothing to achieve them like um so if the other person works every day a little bit to get somewhere and the other person just wants to be a millionaire but they don't know how they're going to do it uh some days they have like uh an amazing idea they drop it the day after probably their goals are the same but if they don't do anything i think that mm -hmm. can also damage the relationship yeah here's one how how about if they they are ambitious but let's say their 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 timeline is a little off would you still work with them what, like, do, you, what do you mean by that timeline right in terms of uh something uh anel said i keep wanting to call you chef anel <laughs> you can go with that. I don't mind. So Anel, Anel, so Anel was uh, uh, played the chef for um, the pilot episode of our dating show. And so every time I see her, I want to call her Chef Anel. Something, <laughs> something Anel said about ambition. Maybe a person is ambitious, but maybe their their timeline in terms of executing on some of these ambitions are not in sync with yours. Maybe they so, are not nearly as fast or okay, yeah. properly, right? So they're not, they're not a deal breaker. They don't have the fire lit behind them that you want them to. Or, or, to or it just maybe, maybe it's just not happening in the time frame that maybe you and that person may have thought. You know, well, just I mean, honestly, up. honestly, that's life. I remember right. when I first. Uh, decided to kind of start working for myself. And I, I got this, I did not, I did not grow up in an entrepreneurial family and people that do, they uh, have a, a, a leg up because they understand things at a young age that of what it takes to be an entrepreneur, that if you're finding out later, it, it, it is, it's, it's still the process you have to go to go through, mm -hmm. but, it's, it's things that you're not aware of because that was never taught to you in your developing years versus someone who did grow up in an entrepreneurial family. They already kind of know uh, how to get things done. They already kind of have that drive and know what it takes to succeed. Right. They hit their hurdles early. Mm -hmm. So with your, your uh, top or subject on, on timeline, I think just the effect of having any goal and ambition, it is going to take longer than you think 
it is going mm-hmm. to take. Uh, that was one of the first lessons that was told to me when I decided to start working for myself from another entrepreneur who had been in her trade for some time. And the first thing she said to me, she said, whatever you think you want to do or whatever you plan to do is going to take longer than you think. Um, And so I don't, I think if anyone, I would never put a time limit on someone's goals. I would only try to be there to support them through the hurdles and Mm -hmm. coach them never to give up and also be with them if they decide to pivot and say, you know what, this is not working out the way I wanted. It's not working out as fast as I wanted. I'm on to something else because uh, right. you never know where your success is going to come from. You mm-hmm. never know. Um, right. So I, that would be my take on it. Now, if I was with someone who was like, Hey, you said you were going to have this by this time and we were going to be here by this time. And that's too much. That's additional pressure that I don't need. Right. You know, the pr- the right. pressure to succeed is already high enough. Additional pressure of my partner in that circumstance on my back on like hey we you where are your millions at by this time unless it's coming from a place of like an understanding that we have that this is you know she may be joking with me in her way or something like that if it's coming from any place of earnest like she's on me then no then I gotta I gotta get out of that that's not something that I could work with right I can actually second that with getting my associate's degree. When I first met my ex, it was back in 2014. I just got into BMCC. And at first, you know, the way my grades and everything was looking, it looked like I was going to graduate within the two-year time frame. But then, like you said, oh, life happened. And, like, my brother passed away. And all these, you know, turmoil started happening. I didn't know how to maintain both school and getting good grades and, you know, doing my work on top of trying to handle my personal life. So there were times when like my grades would go down. I had to take a a semester off and my ex never like downplayed me. He never like, Oh, but you said you would be getting your degree in two years or, you know, like it was always like, whatever you feel is comfortable. Like, you know, what's going on. And there was even times when I would be pushing myself like, no, I got to get it in two years. And he's like, relax you got time like you can be there for more than two years you know like you have other things going on maintain your time you still have the goal it's not that you're giving up but things happen you know and it took a while for me to understand that 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 was a reality if it wasn't for him continuously telling me like it's okay you still have this goal it's just other ways that you have to get through it I probably would have went crazy feeling like oh my gosh I don't have my degree you put that pressure on yourself Exactly. You know, yeah. so I was really yeah. thankful to have him as that support to continuously rem- remind me, like, it's okay. You're, you want to get the degree. It's not like you don't want it. It's just not going to happen within that two-year time frame that you're putting on yourself. And when I finally, when I graduated, it was a big thank you that I had to give him because I was like, I probably would have given up. I probably, and, it, you know. Yeah, not to get too esoteric with it or too, you know, off the topic, but sometimes... Sometimes what we, life has a way of giving us what we need, not what we want, right? So you may have this specific goal and this specific target in mind, and that may not be your place in this, in like you said, this big blue ball. Life was, may need you somewhere else and may need to move some things so that you realize like, hey, your goal isn't going to bring you anything but uh, harm in the long run. Right. This is not going to be healthy mm-hmm. for you. So let me get you, let me get you out of this Life has a way of moving things and moving us out of things that are not aligned for us. And that doesn't mean you're not ambitious. 
It just means you have to have some type of awareness to step back and kind of realign with what your purpose is. And that also is a task because, you right. know, your purpose is hard to find sometimes for people. So here's one, here's a question. So does it, is, is it, uh, does gender play a role in uh, uh, ambition or lack thereof? Do you find? Not um, anymore, I don't think. No. I don't right, think, yeah. I mean, you're gonna find lazy people on both sides of the aisle. Right. And you're gonna find ambitious uh, yep. people on both sides of the aisle. I think what does play is just our social ceilings that have been placed by whatever industry uh, doorkeepers and industry titans that have made policies uh, right. in, that exist. But so, uh, as far as that inner drive, that, that's on both sides of the aisle, male and female. Okay, so, right. now, you, you, so, so now because someone is, because someone is laid back, uh, or less ambitious, does that make them lazy, really? I mean, um, they, they just may move at a different tempo, right? And they may not move at a tempo that's yours. I think lazy is a relative term, right? Because it's lazy compared to what? Right? Like, yeah, that's exactly compared right. Compared to someone okay. ambitious, who's highly ambitious, now, they may look lazy, but they may not be. They just may be simply laid back and move at a different right. pace. No, like, lazy, lazy compared to me, kind of thing. To me, to me, lazy is somebody that just ain't doing nothing. Right. Ain't even trying. Right. Uh, somebody laid back is they move at their own pace. They're doing something. It just might not be as fast as you doing it. Right. You might right. want them to do it. Right. But they're doing. They're right. not mm -hmm. lazy. They're just laid back. Now, right. lazy is someone that just don't want to work. Want right. to pooch off somebody else. Lay around and play games and do nothing. Like that's lazy. Don't want to so, come around the house. Let me ask this then, mm -hmm. because what's because the topic? Think, go. Hang on. The topic. The topic of today is <clears throat> should goals and ambitions match? Um, and I think we're 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 knocking on that on that door. I want to get into the meat of it. We're start, we're getting thrown a little bit, but that's fine because I think it's very important to kind of analyze. Uh, and let everybody, you know, speak their mind on, like you said, you brought up lazy is, and we, we agree that lazy is a relative term. Geraldine says lazy is the person who doesn't want to do anything. Like you said, wants to mooch, wants to just sit back and just mooch off of somebody else be taken care of. So let me ask this, and I got to throw it out there because it's just me and Nas on here representing the males. What, <laughs> what does that mean? What does that mean for gold diggers? Right now, are they lazy? Because they got to work. They got to work to go find that person that's going to that's going to treat them and they can mooch off of and like. But does that mean once they find that person and they're like, oh, you know, I, I if they don't have oh, somebody no. to to financially pay for their lifestyle, they got to go find that person, which is work. But once they find that person, does that make them lazy now? So, you, so you're but suggesting that gold digging going is an ambition, right? Are you it suggesting is? that but gold then, But the, the ambition, no. the ambition is to become lazy. The ambition is to become lazy. Listen, I think it's how you define gold digging. To me, a gold digger is someone who portrays themselves as like, oh, I love you. Yeah, no, I have all this affection for you. And the reality is that they have no affection. They just want the money and they're in yeah. it for the money. Okay. But now, 
if yeah. a girl finds someone, right, if a girl finds someone who's like, oh, I'm going to, you know, shower you with all this finance and, and things or whatever, that's a sugar daddy. That's something completely different. They both have an understanding that, like, listen, I'm going to give you something, you know, affection, whatever, and you're going to give me money in return. That's that's a different topic. But a gold digger, that's not ambition. That's somebody that's just using, and again, mooching. You're being lazy. You don't want to work. Their ambition, their ambition is to be lazy. Their, uh-uh. ambition, is to, <laughs> their ambition is to have their lifestyle pampered. Go, go ahead, Anel. Go ahead, Anel. Let's... The... Um, how can I say? Like the main problem with the gold digger is no, that no. Uh, the the second they get the person that's going to pay for their things, uh, they accomplish their goal. They already did. So it's like what's yes. next? So I think at that point they that's what I'm saying. Different goals or have none, and then it's when we could actually decide whether that should match what uh, their partner's goals and ambitions. That's right. right because because a gold because a gold digger is ambitious right that's what it, i'm saying overly ambitious <laughs> that's what i'm saying yeah, no, yeah, that's, that, that's a ambitious. Though. that's how we look at it because that, that was your original question right from a from a from a gender perspective how do you how do the how do you ladies look at that right i i honestly i can't see it as ambitious because like like Anna was saying, once you receive that financial whatever that you wanted, you've already accomplished that goal, right? But then let's also think about if you never receive that financial gift or whatever that you wanted, you're never gonna meet that goal. And it's like it's kind of pointless now. Now that you're might in a- be lazy. That <laughs> <laughs> person might actually be lazy. Because no, I a mean- gold digger, a gold digger is always looking to climb the rung. That takes an ambition, right? So right, she's certain the gold digger reached started started at the B League, started at the D League. What? Now I'm in the pros. Work your way up. That takes an ambition. <laughs> but let's say okay, she comes across the the her match, right? And she uh-huh. meets a guy, and he could smell her gold digging ways from a mile away. And he cool and he's like, I'm, No, he's gonna, he's like I'm gonna try to you know see if she has some other potential, but he never really gives her any financial, anything. It's like, why are you with him now? You know, like, why are you entertaining this man and leading him on? She won't if you're be. never gonna... <laughs> yeah, you worry about that. She won't be. So what's the gold digger's objective? Yeah, we're getting off, but off topic a bit, but we're having fun with it. What's the gold digger's objective? To have a to life of luxury and, and, uh, uh, yeah, to have a life of luxury, basically, that she ain't got to pay for. You shaking your head. To get the money and have somebody take care of them. Yeah. Okay. Life, life of luxury that they ain't got to pay for. Okay. What do you, what do you think, Chef Anel? I, um, yeah, I think that's what they want. Uh, but yeah. I'm sorry if you like, I just can't move on from what I said last time. It's just like once they accomplish that, the ambition is over because they already get, they already got it. So they have no one to compare that audition, that ambition to. And I think I'm just speaking in circles. I, I'm having trouble jumping into this conversation yeah. because, yeah. because yeah, I mean, you're not a gold digger, right? Right. She can't fathom that without having to pay for it. But what happens once they achieve that goal? They no longer have one. No, that was they that that's it. That was the ultimate goal. 
I so am living. I'm lazy. So here's one for you, Anel and ladies. What if a guy's ambition is to meet you, right? That's his ambition, and he he's been watching you, right? And he's done everything that's that a he, he needs to do. That's a stalker. That's not an ambition. Well, that's, right. well, that's, that's a psycho. <laughs> that's a psycho. But, but he's done everything he needs to do to appeal to you, right? So that he can get you. He does. He's he successfully navigates himself into a relationship with you, for you to only find out that he's lazy and a couch potato and doesn't want to do anything. So his only ambition was to get you covet that woman that he coveted. I've always but, but I don't know. At least personally, the ambition that I should focus on is the or we no nobody should do anything. The ambition that I would focus on is what are your ambitions for yourself for life? Where do right. you want to get to? So if if a guy tells me my ambition is marriage, then I'm like. And then after marriage, you have another couple. My of ambition is to get in that big old bed with you. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you going to do with them? Like basically, to me, uh, when when I'm speaking about ambition, ambitions and goals, I'm thinking long term for your life. When do you think you are going to peak on life? What does that mean for you? What are you doing to achieve that? Um, right. And that's what has to be compatible because this guy whose only ambition is to marry me, then that's not compatible for me because I have other goals after marriage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, marriage is one of them, but it's like um, it's like a, uh, it's like a mark. It's like a, it's like a milestone uh, to something bigger. Mm -hmm. It has to be okay. I see what you're saying. Um, Relationship-wise, sorry not to cut you off. Relationship-wise, though, I was always told whatever they did to get you, they have to continue to do to make you happy while they have you, you know? So relationship-wise, if you had all these goals and you were like, I'm trying so hard because this is the girl that I want, the girl of my dreams, and you get me, and after that, you fall short, you know, just relationship-wise, like you stop doing the dates, you stop doing, you know, everything else, and it's like, well, why did you stop doing everything that you did to get me? You know, like, this is what made me happy in the long, in the beginning, you know? So I, I feel like whatever they're doing to try to get you to be their husband, wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, they should be able to do that after they've already achieved that goal. Mm, you, you, you talking, I'm not even going to go there, because that cuts both ways. We're going to leave that for another, that's gonna be for another day. That cuts both ways, but we're going to leave that for another day. Um... <laughs> I, I want to throw in some questions about the, the ambition uh, side of uh, the topic, the topic of the day, which is should goals and ambitions match, right? So, And we're not experts, right? Big old no, we're, we're not subject matter experts at all. None of us, right? We're not subject matter experts, right? The goal is to not talk it over. That's it. Um, and once I, once I ask this, I want to share something that our producer, Anna Banana, uh, shared with the group from Forbes.com, which is an excellent article, and I'm going to share just a little bit. And I encourage anybody that's listening to go out there and read it um, if it rings, if it triggers something in them. But on the ambition side, right, what, how, <clears throat> I guess this kind of goes back towards a little bit on what Nas mentioned earlier with timelines, but how accepting or how willing would you be with a partner who you see that they're ambitious, 
but their goals keep changing, right? So they have the ambition, but they are never focused enough or give enough time to achieve one. They're from one goal to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next. They're a jack of all trades, master of none. How does that work? How does that work for you? Because then you're, you're perpetually in this cycle of my ambition is enough, right? The idea of the goal is enough to keep me motivated without ever actually attaining the goal. I think it really depends on, it depends on many aspects. Like if, if the goal, if the little goals that they, that change, whatever you got in order to achieve a goal that changed still works for the next one and you keep building up to that i think that's uh that's a very natural process of yeah. finding a purpose like right. if you said okay i want to i want to own a restaurant uh so you're a chef and you start working as a chef and then and then you go like, you know what? I don't want to own a restaurant. I want to own a bakery. Okay, it's still kind of in the field. Uh, whatever experience you have, maybe you throw a little more things in there and you can start shifting the way. But if right. one, you want to be a chef, then the next one, you want to be a lawyer. Then the next one, you just want to be a... Um, pro, pro video game player. Yes, a pro video game player. <laughs> like, I, I think that's a sign of... Uh, a lack of goals, a lack of purpose. And, and, and I think that in that case, that really depends on, and at least for me, it would depend at this point of my life, I that's not a person I could date. I think that's a very acceptable thing, like especially in your 20s, I think that's a normal right. thing. But if you're 35 and you're still changing your goal lives every um, every other month, I, I would <laughs> seriously. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Geraldine said nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. At my age, at my age, and if y'all, uh, everybody don't know, I'm 52. Get it. I don't, need, I don't need somebody that's constantly switching from job to job. Right. I need you to be stable. Mm hmm Right. I, I don't need all that drama. Uh-uh. No. <laughs> I'm too old. Bree, Bree, the resident millennial. I need, I need 401k, healthcare. I need all of that. Right. For me, because, uh, you know, I'm I'm only 24. So for me, like, and I was saying, it's more acceptable when you're in your 20s, you know, because you're still trying to figure out life as, you know. So, like, for example, myself, when I graduated from high school, I swore I was going to be a nurse. I was like, yes, nursing. And then I saw blood and was like, no, not nursing. And it changed to psychology, you know? And then I started doing research and I started, like, I had a, a life coach and she was telling me, like, that I can still do the same things as in the psychology field, but in social work. So, you know, psychology changed to social work. And although they're in the same kind of, like, field of helping and giving back to others and stuff like that, it's more like understandable, okay, you're young, you still have time to figure those things out. So now if my partner was going through the same thing, <laughs> if my partner was going through the same thing, I try to like help them mold a solid goal, an overall goal. You know, like, okay, so I see you did this and you did that and they don't necessarily correlate, but what are the skills that you gain? What is something that you're, you know, like to help them try to 
And if they still can't figure out a solid goal, I'd probably tell them they need more life experience. You need to figure out, because I feel like life experience, like and I was saying, you need to figure out your purpose. And th- okay. those life experiences are going to help you figure out a purpose in life so that way you can establish an overall goal. But I don't think you should like, I don't think it should be an end all because they're necessarily like, I don't know, I don't know what my goal is yet. Like, let me help you figure that out. Okay. So one of the things that um, this topic touches on and is very relevant to are entrepreneurs, all right? Um, And entrepreneurs usually come with high ambitions and they come with a very specific goal. However, what is not uh, quite as an additional challenge is dating as Mm -hmm. an entrepreneur, right? Uh, So what I'm going to bring into the the conversation, if guys feel free to jump on any of the uh, things I say, this is from the article that I mentioned prior that uh, Anna Banana brought to us from Forbes.com. The title of the article is, Should You Date a Less Ambitious Person? A Relationship Expert Weighs In, and this is uh, from Melody Wilding, and it is a transcript of an interview that she did with a relationship expert named Marla Mattinson. Um, It starts off beginning with a tweet from Melody that says, look for a partner who loves you, believes in what you do, contributes to your happiness, and has their own interests in life. Then it goes on to introduce Marla, who is the who is the um, relationship expert and talks about how she became, how she got to that role. Uh, and then the questions, the Q and A start to dive a little bit into uh, more specific, like what are the most common, one of them is what, what are the most common dynamics you see among entrepreneurship couples? Uh, and she goes on to say that more and more we're seeing super powerful women emerge as either the sole breadwinner or the lead in a business with their partner which is turning traditional gender roles on its head. And one of the challenges with that is how to go from being the assertive, ambitious, driven businesswoman to being a loving partner who knows how and when it's appropriate to not take the lead in the relationship, maybe step back just a bit. Um, And she says, we see in her role as a relationship expert, she sees many entrepreneur couples who burn the candle at both ends mm-hmm. and lighting a match in the middle. And they are so driven that they forget to prioritize the relationship. They forget to prioritize self-care. Uh, so it's kind of like a dual double-edged sword. Uh, so that's important for entrepreneurship couples. And one of the things she said, if you're not in a relationship and you're single, what is the best advice? This is Wilding asking, what is the best advice for succeed, succeeding in love and in your career and matheson again the expert not goes to get on to into say a relationship huh <laughs> not to get into a relationship <laughs> well see <laughs> well the question was how to get a, how to succeed at both right love and and career so they don't want to let go of either right. um but she's saying this is actually the best case scenario so it's not a, it's not she said if you're single you have the power to start your relationship in a way that opens you as a lover and a supporter of business. And what she means by that is if you truly want a partnership and succeed in love and you're an entrepreneur, then you get to practice. Your job is to practice shifting gears quickly from being ambitious to being the observant receiver. 
Um, now, I'm not sure if this article is geared towards more of the female point of view, uh, if as talking specifically about female uh, entrepreneurs. I think her advice cuts for both uh, genders, being right. able to go from being hydra and being ambitious, being assertive to get what you want in the in your role as an entrepreneur, to being able to quickly come switch gears and being what she calls uh, an observant receiver, means that you uh, observe how your person, your partner is in, in alignment and how they right. can be in alignment with your long-term relationship goals. Or maybe they're not in alignment because if you're single, you, you, you have to figure that out. You know, right. you have to figure that out if that person you're with or dating is going to be in a line. So, right. so cap encapsulize this for us, Big O, one with, with what the question is for today and uh, what, um, what can we share? Maybe we can all give something that we can share with our listeners that they can take away with them. So, uh, um, so, well, I mean, at the end of the day, topic. can, yeah. can mm -hmm. goals, should goals and ambitions match? Um, I'm going to say yes, but it doesn't mean they have to be, they have to be identical, right. Right? right? Goals and ambitions should match, but it doesn't mean they have to be identical. Right. And I think it's very, what is more important if you're dating someone who you recognize they're ambitious and you also have ambition, it doesn't matter so much of uh, the scale, right? Whether they're more ambitious or you're more ambitious. I think what's more important is that you support each other in your ambitions. And if you're in a long-term relationship, trying to find out how their goal and their path aligns with your goal for the relationship, because it's one thing to support them, but then what happens when supporting them means you may have to move and uproot your life to go to another part of the country or even internationally because their goal is to be, uh, you know, their goal yeah. and success looks like puts them in a position that they have to be closer to a, lo a different location, right? So you right. have to figure those things out. Okay. Right. Yes. Bree, you want to say something? Oh, no, I was just agreeing. I second that. Okay. Yeah, yeah I agree too. I'm sorry, did I interrupt? No, 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 go ahead. Uh, I agree too, and I think that something that I usually ask on my first dates is like, do you see yourself in the future in New York? Like, a lot of people come to New York for a little bit, only to have the New York experience, only to get what they want, then ultimately moving elsewhere, ultimately... Uh, yeah, having a job mm -hmm. elsewhere or moving back home to be closer to the family. So my, yeah, I, I think that within the they first few days, they really nothing. ask if they want to stay in New York in the long term because I do, and I'm not going to change that. Uh, so, so that's a very important thing. Right. Ms. Geraldine, any last words? No, because I missed a whole lot. Because I missed <laughs> but you know what the topic is. You know what the topic is. I, well, yes, I feel like people's goals and ambitions should somewhat match if they're going to be in a long-term relationship. Um, it's something that they need to discuss in 
the early stage of their relationship so that they can be on one accord. So that's basically about wraps it up for me. Okay. Yeah, no, no All doubt. Right. Um, I, I, I agree with, uh, I agree with what everyone um, else pretty much had to say. And once again, so a, a lot of this, uh, the, the, the show was created because we want to have these discussions inside of courting, dating, and relationships, be able to have these conversations sooner than later, right? The mm -hmm. earlier stages, right. the better. So you can make clear yep. decisions as to whether you want to proceed ahead with this individual or stop it before it gets too far in, right? Oh. They done met your dog, yes. they done met the family members, and, <laughs> you know, six months down the road, you're like, what had happened was, you know, this person is no longer uh, in my life because we found out that we really weren't uh, equally yoked. We weren't that compatible or there were issues that came up that, you know, I wish I had known about before now. Yes. So yes. we're not subject matter experts. As a matter of fact, don't ask me nothing about dating relationships because I'm terrible at it. Um, but that's my business. Um, uh, the idea is that um, <laughs> we want to be able to assist others and defining those core elements that are important for them to cultivate and nurture a relationship. Once again, I want to thank my special guest. Uh, will you all come back and join us? Chef Fennell, can we get to see you again? You'll come back Definitely. and- Awesome, thank you. Sorry, sorry um, that uh, we weren't able to have you and Geraldine on last week. We had some technical issues. Um, Geraldine, thank you once again. Be, be safe out there driving. Well, I'm almost home now. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna get you gonna bless us. You gonna bless us with your presence in the future. Yes, of course. Ow, and of course, Bree bringing the tea. What up, Bree? Yeah. With us. Of course. Always a pleasure having you on. Listen, you be safe. Enjoy your time down in North Kakalaki, and uh, <laughs> and my man Big O once again. Yes, um, yes, oh, yes. Yes. On so Thursday. I tell all the. All the uh, listeners to check us out Thursdays, IG Live, Talk It Over dot shows where you can follow, comment, let yeah. us know what you want us to hear about, who you would like to hear from, and if you want to participate in any future debates and topics, because we need you. Absolutely. Look, so, um, Anel, you missed this part. Just wanted to share, I'll go over again. We want to thank our listeners uh, who are not just in the U.S., but we have, Anel, we have listeners in Canada. Ireland, the Philippines, South Africa, the land down under, Australia, Argentina, Brazil, Germany, Spain, Romania. We have listeners from all those places. We're actually closing in on uh, 2,000 downloads. So we definitely want to continue to encourage our international family. All right? Yes. That's yes. fantastic. Yeah, it is. Look. So once again, it's your man, K.I. from Bed-Stuy. Slow motion for me. May all your ups and downs be in the bed and stay away from those gold diggers. <laughs> Love you. See you soon. Thank you. Bye, uh, everybody. Have a good one. Peace.
hope you got what you needed. Make sure you subscribe. Holla at you next week.